Hey friends, it's Tawny Thompson coming at you here from the Theater of the Mind Players with our second season of Masks Past Tense from Magpie Games. If you have not already, please do take a minute to go back and listen to season one. This is a continuation of our original playthrough of Masks from last year. Because of all of the stuff going on with COVID-19, we don't really want to be bringing the team together at the moment, but it's pretty lucky that we wound up having this all pre-recorded when Danielle was visiting. So I hope you enjoy Masks Past Tense. Greetings, people of Earth! I do. My name is Rob Wheeland. I am an author, game designer, and professional nerd. Tonight, I am the host of Theater of the Mind Players. We are your friendly neighborhood live streaming group, and we are taking you on a tour of the wonderful world of tabletop RPGs that are not Dungeons and Dragons. Um, there are uh, we were very excited uh, at the how the actual play live stream movement has uh, brought people uh, closer to look at our hobby, and we want to do our part to make sure that uh, everybody gets a chance to see some of the other great RPGs that are out there in the world. Um, so we play short series of uh, RPGs uh, with a wonderful group of uh, local actors and talented amateurs. Um, who are uh, going to uh, take us on a wonderful world uh, of uh, uh, Let's Make Pretend. Uh, tonight is our second episode of our second season of Masks, A New Generation. Um, we are very excited to uh, to be uh, back with our uh, friends uh, at Magpie Games uh, and uh, playing these uh, wonderful superhero uh, characters here in Halcyon City. Um, if you haven't already listened to uh, the first season, we definitely recommend that you go and do that. Um, go back. We'll wait for you. Welcome back. <laughs> and, uh, if you haven't watched uh, or listened to our first episode, you definitely want to go uh, and do that as well, but we won't wait for you for that one. Sorry, we're going to keep playing. Um, so uh, we're going to uh, get uh, get kicked off right away uh, very quickly here. What I want to do is uh, do our uh, our usual round of introductions where each player is going to uh, say who they are, who their character is, and what their favorite moment from uh, our last episode was. So I think we started th that side last time. So we're going to start on this side this ha! time. <clears throat> Hello! My name is Tony Cheek. Uh, I am playing Sean Braddock, a.k.a. Horizon. And my favorite uh, part of episode one was... Tawny's falling into meet Hades. You don't know that happened. But it was well, Tony well, knows. Tony it. Knows <laughs> Are you covering that up? Are you not telling anybody about your I don't know yet. your uh, National Lampoon's Underworld Vacation? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. Yes, keep secrets. Hey, what? That's that, that we'll doesn't that we'll never see. makes drama. Never. We'll find out. Hello, I'm Jordan Fishburne. I am playing Palamusa, Aka Arite. Aka? Never mind. Aka? AKA. <laughs> also um, known not a thing. as. Yeah. Not a thing. I thought you were doing like a, like a, like a pitch perfect joke for a second there. <laughs> Stop trying to make Aka happen. I know this is not pitch perfect. I will try to now. Okay. Is, I will try to work in those Acapella jokes yeah. instead. But my favorite moment from last episode was 
her conversation with Hades while Sparrow was in the underworld. That was like I was just you don't living know that my life. It was great. <laughs> also, just the entire last episode, I was just 110 percent million percent behind you should have seen the off-camera dance that uh jordan did when uh, <laughs> uh we cut to them yeah. going to olympus and the world of the gods she was yeah it was pretty good she was like a football player who just won the super bowl she, <laughs> we just went out there we did our thing we're so great i'm going to disneyland sports ball nice yeah I know what it is i'm aware that's our that's our first step to our uh sanctioned uh sponsorship from uh, Lucasfilm yeah. to do a, uh, Ooh, sure. a, a live action Star Wars episode at Galaxy's End. Why don't we just talk <laughs> to the U.S. Women's oh National God. Team and see about sponsorship with them, and maybe what? Megan Rapino can come play with us. <laughs> does she? Does she? Do you like? Do you like RPGs? She would kill it. But does she like it? <laughs> Tony, Tony would make. She's never found out. Tony Tony would like, make that's like not it. important. <laughs> we can find out. <laughs> so. So, to prevent Tony from saying something that might be used against her in a court of law, let's go to our next... Hi! I'm Tony P. Thompson. I love Megan Rapino. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I do. Okay. Uh... Wow. You ever want to play D&D? Hit me up. Anyhow, um, I am playing the protege, a.k.a. Quinn Elliott, a.k.a. the Sparrow, a.k.a. Um... Echo. Echo. <laughs> I... It was a very, very eventful episode for Quinn, and I don't know, like, probably the, um, okay, we were talking, and I feel like everything wound up so much whinier and more bitchy than I planned. (sighs) But, um, (sighs) if it makes you feel any better, it totally did. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the scene with her mom, um, yeah, okay, probably. Where she told her uh, about her true identity. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Not the phone conversation later? No. <laughs> Low point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next player. Uh, I'm Ethan Ixit Anderson. I am playing Francis Bishop, Aka Figment. <laughs> I like that, that, that they're realize? making it happen. They're... No. Enabler. <laughs> Enabler. They're making fetch happen. Here That's we go. That's why he's my favorite. And, uh... <laughs> My favorite part, I think, was Zeus's speech about how bad stealing is from Olympus while I had stolen goods on me. (laughs) (laughs) The entire episode, folks. (laughs) Just have a scooch on by you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Put these back. (laughs) And uh, last but definitely not least, our uh, very special uh, returning guest uh, for the run of uh, Masks Past Tense here. I hope I, I hope I didn't uh, oversell you. So here we go. No, you you could never. All right, all right. <laughs> Jeez, very egotistical of me. Hi, uh, I'm Danielle Bryan, and I promise I'm a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> you know who never has to make that promise? Nice, nice people. people. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Rob, all right. just go, just go. No, I uh, I'm playing Helix, aka Hannah. <laughs> Which is new. Helix has never had a first name. Um, and my, there, yeah, there was a lot that happened last episode. Yeah. Uh, but. I'm sorry. Maybe we'll just do an episode where we just sit around and eat pizza. Like, wouldn't that I, be great? Is it we, yes. We did an episode where we I mean, sat as around long as it's Dr. Pepperoni. Right. <laughs> what was this? 
episode two, we sat around in a boat. Yeah, right, well, they did things on the boat. When they pantsed that villain, we <laughs> oh, were busy. That's right. We that's just spent an episode right. chatting lightly. I had a too. very busy episode that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, I guess my favorite um, moment was probably when. Um, Helix had to talk about her flashback, and she had the support of both Sparrow and Arate, which is which is very rare. Um, but so I rare. think it, it, it which was wrecked by the end of the episode. But it was nice to have. At the time, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's how the, that's how this works. Um, all right. So now that we are all caught up on what happened last time. Previously on Masks. We can uh, leap into <laughs> the future. And um, year it's 2000. been uh, a couple of days since uh, the we last left our heroes. Um, and we uh, begin in downtown Halcyon City, more specifically uh, at the mayor's office. Where the... Uh, um, we... As previously established in an earlier episode, we have the holographic, uh, sh- uh, the, the, the the shades are drawn and there's the holographic form of uh, Mayor, L- Mayor Littlefeather uh, and her assistant, uh, Quinn Elliot, discussing very business, boring, business, business. <clears throat> very boring, very bureaucratic things when mm-hmm. on the inside uh, of the, uh, the thing, we have... Uh, Mayor Littlefeather, uh, in the, of course, shadowed face look. So what happened in Olympus, Sparrow? Uh, um, wow. So, a lot. Uh, what, which specific, which part are you asking about? (sighs) All of it. Okay. Quinn, you're the team. Uh, you are responsible for the team now. I am doing. Uh, I am doing the best. Or I. Uh, let's walk this back a little bit. I look to you to keep me informed because I don't want her to be like mm-hmm. you're a leader now. So we're gonna walk it back. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Jordan was going to stab me in the act. I am now evil. <laughs> Jordan no. is the evil one. Jordan just has a pencil sharpener and just goes. And I'm looking to you to keep me informed on what's happening with te- with the team. This re-election campaign is taking more of my time and resources than I care to uh, admit, but it's important to me to maintain my leadership position here in the city if I'm going to remain effective. Okay, so um, we got there and uh, Hermes uh, guided us to... Okay, so we split off. Um, Mademoiselle Erte went to talk to Zeus and then Hermes was going to take us to the Halls of Healing Um Arite pushed me though, and I fell off of the path, and then some other stuff happened. But what a moral of the story! Yeah. Um, uh, I got uh, that. he's brought it up to me. Some stuff happened. Yeah, it was just so weird. It was like a weird side quest. Um, <laughs> Quinn. Yep. 
when I ask you to tell me about everything that happened, if you got knocked from uh, the golden path, that's something that's important. Where did you end up? I mean, it really wasn't that important. I was down uh, in the underworld thing, but um, the circlet fell off, and then I had to do a whole thing with grappling hook, and Starburst almost ate my face, and then... um, I like that... (laughs) I'm fascinated... The fact that you're trying to gloss this over makes me think that something very important happened. No, I mean, really, it's just there. Um, I was waiting for Harpies to eat me, so it was very stressful. Nothing happens. Okay, continue. But I got the circle back on, and Hades sent me to the other place. Anyway, I finally got to the House of Healing where they were talking to some dryad tree lady thing who was overseeing Helix's um, care while she was there, and, um... Yep. Um, she couldn't talk about something. It sounds like someone else was visiting Helix, and we don't really know who it was, and we can't find out because there was something godly about them, and we still can't figure it out. And then Zeus showed up, and he was real pissed. Um, mad. He was so mad. And, um, uh, he, he and Arate did a fight thing, like, and, but she didn't... Like they fought? Well, no, she, he he was, they argued, and, uh, Helix didn't take it well, and was mad at Zeus, and then got told off-ish, more by Arate than anyone, and then, um, and then we left. So... Really, the the big thing we learned was that there was someone else visiting Helix um, there in in the Halls of Healing, and we don't know who it was, and they were godly in some way, because otherwise they wouldn't be able to make the dryad, not be able to talk about everything that happened. So who do you think did it? Well, so this is the thing that Zeus got really mad about, was when I said that it must have been another god, because... He, um, it's his jurisdiction. He was pissed, uh, mad. He was mad that, um, uh, Mademoiselle Arate brought us in instead of letting him, um, research it. So then I was like, maybe it's like Zeus, but that doesn't make sense either. No. So. But he probably knows who did it. Yes. So. One thing that I have learned that, uh, that as the owl is that when you are uh, talking to a person of authority and they get very upset that you're usurping their authority they are either guilty or they are hiding something I don't think Arate would take it very well if we tried to look into that so maybe how can we do that delicately because I don't know any other way to contact like Zeus or whatever Maybe. Why do you I mean, need, was uh, Ar- Why do you need to involve Arate? Well, why it? does she have to know? Because we're still a team, and I, I think that I don't know. Um, Quinn, something that you will need to learn if you are going to be working as part of a team with superhero people is that everyone has ultimately somebody that they must report to. I am the mayor. I report to the people. You are the sparrow. You report to me. 
if this is the case, then if, if it is the case where an investigation might be into somebody who may leak information to the organization that you're investigating, you investigate around them. Let me ask you this, Quinn. Do you think Erite is more loyal to us or more loyal to the gods? Honestly, I'm super not sure. And partially because, like, Zeus seemed to, like, totally rub her the wrong way and, like, make her really, really angry. And so, like, I don't think she wanted to listen to him, but, like, she felt like she had to. So it's more of an obligation rather than, like, like a, like a, like a loyalty thing. It, I mean, yes, obviously obligation is loyalty. So, like, there's that. But, like, would she overcome that if when, she thought it was for the greater good? Are you making excuses for Arate or are you not? Um, I guess I was, but... Why are you making excuses for her? I don't know. Is it because she's your friend? <laughs> I don't think we're friends. Um, then why are you making excuses for her? Because I think she has, um, very good intentions, even if I hate them. Um, Do you have any friends on the team? I think so. Who? Well, definitely Helix. And, like, Horizon and I have been getting a lot closer since we started training together at the dojo. And, um... Would you, would you hang out with any of these people if they were not part of your superhero team? I mean, like, maybe if I had time. Breakfast Club question. Well, if you weren't a superhero, you would, you would have time, wouldn't you? Yes. Who would you hang out with? <clears throat> I never thought about that. Well, that's something that you probably should think about then, isn't it? She's trying to influence you here. Of <laughs> she, is. Uh, she is trying to push your mundane down <laughs> and your <laughs> and this other thing up. Your sassiness. And your superior up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn, would you even like these people if you didn't have to? <laughs> the yeah, ultimate okay, work question. The ultimate work. <laughs> I'm taking it. Thank goodness Rob didn't ask us. I would not hang out with any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> so, I took it. Okay. Are you speaking as Jordan or Eric? <laughs> um... <laughs> Can I consider this a fireside Both chat with my mentor? Uh, are, if you're making a move, tell me, tell me about this move that you The joke was Jordan. When you seek advice from your mentor, roll plus the label they embody. On a hit, they will tell you what to do. On a 10 plus, mark potential if you follow their advice and take plus one ongoing to follow through. On a seven to nine, you get plus one forward to see, to see it through if you do it their way. On a miss, they don't have time for you because something big has gone down. Marking condition, GM's choice. Okay. Well, so basically my thought is I want to know from her... Well, like, then, then... how I should investigate this. Like, okay. how do I contact Zeus? What do I do? So okay. rolling plus superior. Send a raven. Uh, nine. Okay, so... Uh, on a good. seven and nine, I get a plus one forward to see it through if I do it their way. 
Um, Do you think a raven could get up to Olympus? Eh, it's a bird. Just can fly it's a bird. through the portal. It's like a... Without its circulate. I mean, maybe I could write notes and burn them. The I, I imagine the portal is more towards like mortal shit. I think like animals would be able to get through, but if they have like intelligence, probably climb not. to the top of a lightning <clears throat> Ouija tower. board. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Just don't mm. text him. Too many peach emojis <laughs> are going to be the response. You don't Gross. need that. Uh, <laughs> an emoji. Peach emoji. Water, water droplets. <laughs> um, <laughs> the gods are powerful, but they can't be everywhere. If you think that the uh, Olympian gods are the only ones who have an interest in the mortal realm, you need to study your history better. The, the covenant after the end of World War II contact, or covers every pantheon of gods. And they all have agents here in Halcyon City. Ooh. I didn't even think of, like... Uh-huh. I like it. Well, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, yeah. I think she's like... I'm so very excited that you approve of my plan. <laughs> and we cut to... God, God, God. That was some monologue <clears throat> moments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut to... Figment. Where are you training with your shadowy mentor? Uh, in old warehouse. <clears throat> okay. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, wouldn't be right otherwise. <laughs> uh, I think your mentor has just put you on the ground, and he uh, walks away from you and grabs a towel off of uh, one of the. So I think this is like an old, uh, like either like a stage or maybe a movie warehouse. There's all such a weird, you know, kooky props lying around. He pulls a. a, a a, uh, a towel off of a unicorn, like a unicorn, like a carousel unicorn, and uh, you know, kind of dabs his 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 brow. Uh, he this is uh, Ken Cage with two Ks, um, and uh, his very Mortal Combat. Yep, uh, <laughs> and his villain name is the Shadow Fist. It's very DC. Do you know what you did wrong? Uh, fell on the ground. <laughs> uh, he sweeps his arm out, and uh, the shadow underneath it peels off of the concrete and grabs you by the shirt and lifts you up. Oh, he creepy. Uh, I, I what guess. did I say about your insolence? It's Appropriate with everyone else but you. Uh, the the sh- the shadowy fist that it has your lapel starts to snake out and noose around your neck. 
You came to me, Francis, because you didn't know how to fight. And the first thing that you need to learn, Francis, is to keep your big mouth shut if you don't know how to fight. And the noose pops up and covers the bottom half of your mouth. Sorry about that, Brad. We got it. I was born in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Do you understand? Yes, sir. Now, tell me about your fight with the uh, (laughs) the old man. Uh, what did you do? Did you, what techniques did you use? I used the aerial drop. Was it successful? Technically, yes. I made contact. So, um, Ken Cage, uh, I imagine, is is uh, a very is stuck a little bit in the 80s as far as his general look because he's from that sort of bronze era so I'm imagining kind of the 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 shaggy mullet and like the torn off sleeves of his of his karate gi <laughs> um, in black street fighter <laughs> yeah like like except uh his t- he has uh yakuza style tattoos up and down his arms which subtly shift in every panel as they radiate the source of his power, the Shadow Dragon. Ooh, more tattoo powers. Yeah. I want to fight him. <laughs> my tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just all both of our dragons just going <laughs> Yeah, you guys, are just, you guys are just standing there like, do you want to go get your coffee? Or <laughs> like, there's a control you place like two blocks down. <laughs> <laughs> Are we on a date while our tattoos are fighting? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Can I see the fight? Yes. <sighs> He extends his open palm, and the tattoos run off of his arm like a, uh, like wet ink, and they reach to your eyes and connect. And the rest of the shadows well out behind him and form uh, a. Silhouette. Is it like that cookie piece down? Yeah, like it, like it, like basically a a shadow slash holographic form of the fight with uh, the Scarlet Songbird. Forward, he says, and the fight plays out soundlessly. Ah, stop. (laughs) 
Why are you using your powers? They give me an advantage. You call this an advantage, and he gestures to you, you know, <laughs> falling ass over tea kettle onto the uh, um, onto the songbird. Of course, in the the worst look ever, with like your face smooshed, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> snoring, like bleep. You taught me to hit where they didn't expect. I figured above them was unexpected. But you went for the guitar. Oh, it was given to me. The first thing you should know about Scarlet Songbird is that he always expects people to go for the guitar. It's a big, ugly target on on him. And he's prepared for every eventuality in that case. While it is a so- great source of his power, it also uh, is a distraction because people think that once... They get they get the guitar. He'll be useless, and he's been around long enough that that's not the case. What I'm teaching you here, Francis, is unarmed combat, not combat with powers, not superheroics, but ways to put your opponent down and make sure that they stay down. If you want uh, meditation and you want philosophy, you can go right down the street to Heavenly Master's Dojo. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. Hi, Sensei. Hi. Uh, He is influencing you here. Uh, He is pushing your danger up and your freak down. Sure. I don't like him. He a creep. He's cool as fuck. <laughs> Never have I seen Francis so... Is chagrined the right word? Yeah. yeah. Never have I seen Francis so chagrined. Never have I seen Figment ever pass up the high sensei bit that he could have done. <laughs> he, he withdraws uh, the tattoos scuttle back onto the arm. Now, let's begin again. Third position. Cut to. What have you been? Do- <laughs> what have you been doing, uh, Erte, in the time since we last saw you? Looking up any divine beings that may oh. be on Earth at this time. Um. How do so? We established mm-hmm. that the, that the gods cannot cross over into the mortal realm. Mm-hmm. How do you think, or how do they contact people when they want to talk to them? I think it depends on the pantheon, but... So, like, your pantheon. What if somebody from your pantheon wanted to talk to you? So, that would also depend on the god, because I think they all are, like, enough to give their own little flair to whatever they want. Like, Like, Zeus will literally strike a sign with a bolt of lightning, and I'm sure our... The compound that we have set up, the Arite compound, has things in place for those signs to be read, okay. right? So I assume that there is always a fresh post out 
for him to strike if he needs to. <laughs> and it's How changed. much money do you spend on Zeus lightning pose? I, do, I don't think he actually contacts well, us all it that It powers often. the building. <laughs> it's actually it's a like, lightning pole. They just need to replace the coating then so that we can tell like each fresh strike. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just picture Poseidon trying to contact you mm-hmm. and just like smacking you in the face with water. <laughs> right. Through the sink. Yeah. Or like there's a koi pond. <laughs> like the fish comes up and smacks you and you're like oh. the fish is like hey listen just, <laughs> oh, most annoying Navi in the world need to <laughs> talk <laughs> <laughs> call me back you know, five with like... four three yeah. <laughs> so uh, eight six seven you lose one of the numbers because like eagle's like (laughs) (laughs) oh what number was that you just start slashing going redial 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 (laughs) (laughs) so how would say Hades want to talk to you so Highly irregular, but... It is very highly irregular. I would guess um, something would sprout from the ground. So not necessarily... There's a bird hit a Pomegranate window. tree. <laughs> like, either it could be a pomegranate tree, it could be... Um, uh, actually, there's if I may small, suggest... Yeah. So, like, you come down from, like, your bedroom, we're like... Oh, la, 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 la. It's and three the, in the morning. And there... Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> Or return for my after training bath slash shower slash steam. Whatever. <laughs> Do you need to sleep? Group. Yes. She's still mortal. I'm divine. I'm, I don't know what. To... I'm a demi god. <laughs> I don't know what half. <laughs> Wait, she takes demi naps. Yeah. <laughs> you just took one. Mm-hmm. Take another one. No, that's a every, micro nap. There's a every difference. time I blink, it's a nap that I take. Yeah. <laughs> every nap I take, every inner. Um, so you come down, and I think that's that's one of. The, I, I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Here's 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 a thought. There's a bowl of fruit, mm-hmm. and sometimes the fruit that is in there indicates, like if there are grapes, oh Dionysus wants to talk to you, mm-hmm. if, you know, or if there's, I don't know what. Zeus's fruit would be uh, banana, <laughs> nine volt uh, uh, battery, a banana, a banana, giant, a big old banana. Peach, eggplant, and a bottle of water. <laughs> Zeus is like, you motherfuckers think I haven't invented shit since back then? But let me tell you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but there is a pomegranate in the bowl. Okay. And um, that, uh, mm-hmm. so. I think going to Hades would probably be different from visiting Elysium itself. Yes. You just have to fall off. So she, I. No, she knows how to get there yeah. without, without having one of her bitchy friends push yeah. her out. Yeah. <laughs> so I just crack open the pomegranate. Take out some seeds and eat them. Okay. Um, and 
the words are I need to sp I need to speak with you privately outside of the uh, ears of the harpies. That's not suspicious whatsoever. That's it's it's absolutely yeah, suspicious. The most suspicious. Oh, let's hope this isn't another civil war. Um, I send a text to my aunt. I send a text to the owl computer <laughs> that um, I'm not immediately available, but to oh, did yeah. would would you tell uh, Australia that you were going to talk to Hades? No. Okay. Since he said speak yeah. privately, yeah. yeah. Because that 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 if if I need if he needed to spell that out more specifically, he would say don't like don't talk to your aunt. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, All this just so he could be like, I'm trying to send this email. <laughs> How do you? This clock just keeps blinking and <laughs> blinking. Change the dim setting. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I. I think what I would actually send Estrella like to clarify would be um, going out not sure when I'll be back was called away on business um, if you don't see me in 10 years maybe you from the <laughs> no I don't put that send still signals <laughs> yeah. um, and I just uh, let the owl computer know at the aviary know that I'm not immediately available and as soon as I'm back in what network <laughs> that I'll change your magnet to out of office yeah pretty much <laughs> I, I assume there's some way for us to put that sort of information yeah we probably have emergency like a little LED board that's like mm -hmm. well, no, you, he's in the you, aviary you set your, you set your owl hoot to you it's know available. vibrate away. or away yeah. or whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> and it comes back it's like hoo hoo <laughs> Yahoot! <laughs> Yahoot! Oh man! Um, so, um, in uh, in these types of um, discrete communications that you've had, um, it tends it, you tend to head to an area within the mortal realm where the god's purview is strong. Mm -hmm. And then they... Graveyard. A river. They push you... They basically... They push against that barrier as, as hard as they can to be able mm -hmm. to, to contact you. Like, it's it's essentially the divine version of you putting your a glass to a wall and putting mm -hmm. your ear on it. Mm -hmm. So where do you go to uh, make your contact with Hades? Um, I'm going to choose a private, not very visited place by the river. Okay. Um, and make sure nobody's following me and that nobody can contact me when I'm doing okay. that. Okay. Okay. So uh, you make your way down uh, Halcyon River, you know, kind of mm -hmm. picking your way past the uh, the, the bits where, like, you know, trash and, and things have washed up on the beach. And, mm -hmm. like, as as shining as a city as Halcyon City is, there there's always parts of it that are... It's a city. <laughs> yeah. People like to poop everywhere. It's a city. Um, everybody poops. Everybody poops. <laughs> everybody poops. <laughs> I forgot about that. Poor, poor girl. Poor, poor her. He's just like... <laughs> 
<laughs> it keeps him up at yeah. night. <laughs> There's so girl. much. Just... Oh. I just thought that happened when humans die. <laughs> I thought that was their, their, their soul escaping their... their oh. With their colon. Oh, their soul oh, escaping yeah. their colon. I mean, depends on what you ate. See, now... And, and I, and I, I do, now I'm just seeing, like, uh, Hermes played by uh, Owen Wilson just walking around going, everybody poops. Wow. 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 Yeah. wow. wow. Everybody poops. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> not Matthew McConaughey. Not- <laughs> oh my yep. god, not all white blonde people are the same, Brad. <laughs> Except they Except they kind of are. are. Um, I really do get those two guys straight up in my yeah. head all the time. That's a, that's a fair really point. Do. It's not hard. It's the curly hair. <laughs> um, and you walk uh, past uh, a, a, a bridge where there is graffiti... Uh, sprayed out across uh, the concrete and you almost miss it but you stop and you look again and you see uh, there is a sprayed uh, uh, glyph uh, of Hades Mm -hmm. and you uh, walk over to it and place your hand on it and the graffiti starts to spin and shake and move. And the message uh, communicated from Hades is Astrea responsible for taking your friend. I have evidence if you need it. And when you pull your hand back, the graffiti... Washes away? Well, it it goes back to regular, Mm -hmm. un-messed up. Damn it. All to hell. Hades. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I send a message back in affirmative. Um, Well... Like yeah, I imagine I, that the, yeah. the the when you when you touch it that's sort of a divine read receipt like yeah got it like you know. received um and there it um yeah <laughs> if you want to have uh to have brought a spray canister yeah. of your own to or send I get, a reply since she wouldn't have known that was there I'm guessing there might be one on the ground um like yeah that too running away um. I mean, it's not like you, oh no, you found a spray can by a bunch of graffiti. What a yeah. shocker. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> worst comes to worst, I would have found a dirty stick and just scratch it <laughs> on the wall until it worked. Um, um, but I I do write back and I spray um, sort of in absence. So I do a pattern so that the actual request is just the absence of paint. Um, requesting he proceed to provide that. Okay. And if I need to go and pick it up. Okay. Or what have you. Okay. Being played like a sucker! <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And yeah, but when, yeah. but when you get there, you can start making some moves, like pierce yeah. the mask. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, assuming that he doesn't just, you know, try to punch you with his with his uh, god Dogs. of death powers. Just no, punch him. Just Cerberus punches you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> yeah, my favorite story about mythology is Cerberus being Spot. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's cut to. Wednesday night movie night, which hasn't happened in over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, my so my first question to you, Ryzen, is: Do you have Alexis activated or not right now? I do not. Okay. So, this is the point in in the Wednesday night movie night where you. What movie are you watching? We are watching Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay, it's a good movie. Um. And uh, you are just about to hit the "those aren't two pillows" scene <laughs> when you finally realize that you've got you've gotten pretty deep into the movie, and you have not yet seen Alexis. So how do you? What do you do? What? Uh, how do you broach the subject? I think because like up until then you were like it's a readjustment. Period. Well, there's a readjustment, yeah. period, but you're also like it feels like you haven't been like this is the first time that you haven't felt confused or weird since you returned those, those two days ago. Um, and you've been generating new memories. And so like doing Wednesday night movie night with, with horizon feels familiar, feels very familiar and very comforting. And then of course, some stupid part of your brain runs up and is like, did you not notice that Alexis isn't, hasn't been around? Like usually she is like, Bringing know, snacks, bringing snacks, or dinging around the kitchen, or or asking like, "Are there any swear words in this?" And you both really lying, and <laughs> because that one time, <laughs> I'm, I wonder if she interfered with a movie once and was like, "Oh, there's a sex scene," and then like blurted <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think I just go, "Hey, Sean, can you pause it for a second? Uh, sure. This is a good part, though. No, I know. We'll get back. I know. <laughs> okay. Pause." <laughs> Um, where's your mom? Oh, you mean Alexis. Um, she, um, look, after you left, she hasn't been the same. What, what happened to her? I used her to defeat Gold Standard. And ever since that happened... She hasn't been the same. Oh my god. Is she is she dead? No, she's not dead. But she's not right either. Look, I, I You're Sean Braddock, you can fix anything. I'm starting to wonder if I should. Explain yourself? Gold standard was an AI. He uploaded his consciousness to a computer. Oh. I created my mother from scratch. Mm-hmm. I can't lose my mom again. And I almost did. I thought I did. And I can't go through that again. And it real I realized that maybe maybe what's dead should stay dead. She's your mom. She's not my mom. Well, she's the only semblance of a parent that you have left. 
and she's the only semblance of a parent that I've ever had. Yeah, but you have friends, you know? You have people who genuinely care about you. I This is an AI that I made because I couldn't deal with the death of my mother, and all I, th- I thought I had was a father who did horrible, unspeakable things, but then I found you people, and then I realized that what I was doing was just had the same potential to become what gold standard was. So was I really helping myself? Was I being selfish? Or was I just playing with things that I just don't understand? From what I understand, when it comes to family, you're allowed to be selfish because you love them. But I can't pretend forever. My mom is gone, and eventually I have to make peace with that, because you told us it's not important right now, but I don't know if I'll be able to change or do anything about the future, but right now I can do something about the present, and damn it, I'm going to try to do the best I can to do the right thing, whatever that is. I had no doubt you always do. I'm starting to wonder if that's true. And though you have um, uh, Alexis, uh, like, you haven't destroyed her. You, I basically, I'm assuming you have her kind of on like a standby or like a, you know, like a yeah. power down mode. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever, however she is able to contact you about something. Like, I don't know if it's like a blinky light or she does actually full appear or uh, I don't know how you would envision her doing that. Um, I, I, as, as uh, Rob, the, 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 the GM would like for her to appear short for her to appear mm-hmm. um, just because I do maybe want to help convey mm-hmm. to Helix, like just how she's not normal. I was going to request to see her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I imagine there's sort of like a little, like especially if it's like an emergency alert. Like, I, like I imagine there's some kind of like you have it rigged so that she can, you know, if oh, did you show up miniature or something? Well, I was going like to say there's like a little Lexus. Oh. Exactly. I was going to say it's a little like Star Princess Wars Leia. like yeah. projection me, that she pops up, kind of like Cortana and Halo. Okay. Halo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like uh, <laughs> uh, on so like on the uh, the end table uh, there there's a there's a flicker of of light and uh, excuse me excuse me Sean uh, yes. Are you home right now? Yeah, I'm here with Helix. You remember Helix? Oh, hello, Helix. Hi, Alexis. I'm so pleased you're not dead. <laughs> I don't know if I am, but um is there anything I can do to help you? Discover if you are dead or not? Uh unless you can run some blood tests, I don't think so. I am sorry. That is uh, beyond my capability. B seven five three one zero 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 alpha alpha nega nega one one three five seven. Alexis, Alexis. Oh hi, Helix. What are you doing here? I'm so pleased you're not dead. Have you seen Sean? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with him right now. 
Oh, Sean, you're here. I'm I'm so glad. Then uh, that means. Uh, where did you put the money? Uh, I'm sorry. What what money? The money that you took from the armored car. That was months ago. No, there. There's a. Hold on a second. You did what? I don't know what she's talking about. I know that we took out a bunch of thieves trying to steal an armored car, but I don't know if that's what she's talking about. No, it's a. Wasn't it a boat? Are you, talking, are you referring to the, the old episode, or are you referring to the... I was just making something up. I'm, oh, oh I'm <laughs> You fooled me! I'm going to fire my continuity editor. That's me. Oh, well. Um, no, what... I seem to be having trouble accessing the television. Could you do that for me, sweetie cat? Sweetie pie? Uh, it's, it's on already. Is that what oh. you're asking? Yes. Hold on. And it flips over to uh, uh, the live news, for, uh, the live Halcyon News Network uh, news feed, where there is a uh, flipped over armored car blocking traffic, and on top of it, you see you mm. shooting energy blasts mm. at uh, Halcyon City uh, police vehicles that have surrounded the the car, um, and. Uh, the, the cops return fire and uh, you jump into or, uh, uh, you fl- uh, lay out an energy shield where the bullets bounce off uh, do a, a tuck and roll flip onto the ground and then back into the um, uh, the van there's a bright flash of light and everything's gone does it say live Mm-hmm. Okay. Or moments ago. Moments ago. What okay. do you mean by everything's gone? The 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 van and Horizon are gone. I think I just go. What the fuck? Your suit looks really nice on TV, honey. Uh. And that <laughs> is our first act of Masks, <laughs> <laughs> season two, episode two. This one's yours. Ramba. <laughs> <laughs> Player achievement unlocked. <laughs> we'll be back in just a few moments uh, for Act Two of our Masks episode. Come see uh, just how much money that Horizon has stolen. Welcome back. This is Tawny Thompson from the Theater of the Mind Players, and we're so glad you decided to join us for our playthrough of Masks from Magpie Games. Just a couple of end notes here. The theme song you hear is Defenders of Justice by Sean Bratton. Same song we used last season, and honestly, I am so glad to have it back. I kind of missed it, and I just, it's such a great tune. A lot of our other music has come from Incompetech, so we wanted to just go ahead and give a quick note and shout out to everyone at Incompetech and Kevin McLeod. Thank you so much for that. The new schedule for Zweihander will be forthcoming. We're still working around how we're going to get things going and and what people's schedules are going to be like once things get back to, I guess you could say, normal. And last shout out to our sponsors, Evil Hat and Arc Dream Publishing. Thank you guys so much for helping us do what we do, and we appreciate what y'all do. Thanks again, and we hope to see y'all in our next episode of Masks Past Tense. Theater of the Mind Players. This is Tawny P. Thompson, 
Ethan Eichstead Anderson. Danielle Brin. Tony Cheek. Jordan Fishburne. And, as of course, always, our Lord of the Board. Brad Davies. I am Rob Wheeland. I'd like to thank you for spending your time with us. And I also want to remind you, just repeat to yourself, it's only a game. I should really just relax. <laughs> nice job. Well done.